Saying low, Apple Music. I find it really hard to write yeah. about my exact feelings in my life. And so, What Was I Made For would never have ever been written, even though it is, every single lyric is exactly how, how I feel. Exactly how I feel. Every lyric, exactly how I feel. You hear me? Or you look at my mouth. It's exactly how I feel. It's about my life. Anyway. You got that? It's exactly how she feels. And we assume it's always going to be as soon as she sits down with Phineas and starts to write songs. But as you're about to hear, until the opportunity to write this song for the Barbie film came along, it wasn't as simple as that. Billy and Phineas needed this song at this time and the space and comfort to create it from within the cinematic universe to be able to shake off where they've been and figure out where they're going. Well, this is a good day. Another song. Oh, gosh. I know. Oh, such a good song. Hey. How you do it, I mean, you come out with these one, like just these moments. They're not attached to anything like on a large scale for you and for your brother or anything. They're attached to movies, but they exist on their own terms like it's your song. Like you made this like about your life. Whereas a lot of songs about movies tend to lean more into the narrative and I just, maybe they're the same thing. I don't know. Well, this is the, this this is, is the thing. This is the thing, yeah. This is the thing. I can't wait to talk all about it. There's a lot to discuss on it. It's good to see you. You too. You look great. Thanks. Yeah, you look You happy. look great, man. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. <laughs> um, so... I don't know whether I, be I begin at the beginning or I begin at the new beginning. Let's let's talk about why you did the song and, yes. and how you got involved in the movie, and we'll, we'll we'll work back from there. God, it's so funny that it's all hap like it's all out now or like coming out now yeah. um, because it's been such a like secret for so long. Um, let me think. How did this start up? So, I want to say at some point at the end of last year, Phineas was like, "Dude, would you want to like make a song for Barbie?" And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what kind of, where did you get that question? Mm -hmm. Why did that come into your brain? And he was like, well, you know, I, I was talking to so-and-so and it came up and talking to Mark and, and Greta and da da da. And he's like, there's like some random day in December, Phineas goes, um, Phineas goes, we're gonna, no, 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 I get a text. It's like a group text and it's me, Phineas, and then two other numbers. Mm -hmm. And suddenly Phineas is like, hey, this is Billy's number. And I look and I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on. Like there's no pre, yeah. I don't know what's going on. But you got to trust Phineas at this point. I got to right? trust you, him. You got to trust Phineas. you connecting you with somebody. It's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. I know it's a good thing. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, this is Greta. Hey, this is Mark. Mark Ronson and Greta Gurley, right? Correct. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So then they basically send a couple, I don't know. They, they explain stuff. Greta explains mm -hmm. some things about the movie. Is this the first you've heard of the movie? Or is this is, I had heard of it when it was, when the internet heard of it, like a year ago. Mm -hmm. And they were shooting and everyone was like, oh my God. It's mm. Ryan Gosling. Mm. It's all this stuff. Um, anyway, Phineas goes at one point. Um, Phineas is like, at 3 p.m. today, we're going to call Greta and Mark. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, no team, no, yeah. no, like, anything else. Like, that was it. And we, we got on a call with them. Greta explained to us the movie. And it was just the sweetest, most pure thing in the world. And, of course, like, Phineas and I went into this honestly in a very selfish way of like we totally might not have anything to do with this movie but like i want to see it yeah like show me i want to yeah. see it well i wonder how that, that balance is when you are a fan of something that's coming out and then inevitably someone wants you to take part and collaborate and help to make it right. better and you're like do i just keep it as a fan experience i know 
I know. Like, what well, if I don't deliver to my standards and now I well, watch dude, this movie and I didn't, I didn't get the song done, I right? know. Well, this was the thing is that I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make something. I, I, I might not, right? And then Greta was like, we want you to see the movie. So come to wherever. We'll, we'll show you as much as we have. This is January, I think, 16th this year. Mm. And it's like a rainy day and it's just me and Phineas and we went to Warner Brothers and... Uh, it was literally me and Phineas and Greta mm. and like a couple of her producers. And it's never been that sparse, like ever. It's yeah, always been like- for her as well. I right. Mean, and she was like going to have a baby in like five days. And she was like, I'm, I, this is just the craziest thing. Yeah. And, you know, I went into it being like, I, I had no idea what to expect. I went into it not thinking that anything would necessarily come of it. I was like, I just want to see this movie. This is so cool. I'm honored to even be like thought of whatever. Mm. And also like, dude, a Barbie movie is so easy to make bad. Trash, yeah. You know, I was yeah. like, dude, is this going to blow? Like, yeah. I don't. And I was like, it's Greta though, so it can't. But it might, I don't know, good people make bad stuff all the time. Mm. We've seen it. Mm. And so I was like, it's a lot of pressure too because there's so much good that Barbie has done and there's so much bad that Barbie has done. Well, this is the really, <laughs> now, the now, now we're going right back. I Even know. before your experience with Barbie and, and, and what it meant to you as a kid, like, like billions of other people, you know, well over a billion dolls sold. Yeah. Which means it's always going to be the subject of intense conversation and debate. Well, there's so much controversy. There's a lot of people who... For good reason. Absolutely. A lot of people who... Um, and so much research. Like when I was like brushing up on Barbie, like Harvard academic research <laughs> into know. the impact of Barbie. I know. It's crazy. It's a lot. So to make a movie that's, that's addressing all of it mm. and also really good and also really funny and also really moving and beautiful and cool. I mean, it was shocking. In a way, when you when you put it like that, because because everything you're saying about stakes being high is absolutely valid. But when you put it like that, you realize it's probably the biggest open goal in modern cinema because so much has been done about the Barbie story, which is just so like I'm a Barbie girl or don't I'm no Barbie. Don't push yeah, me. Like everyone's right. leaned into that narrative for so long. I know. But to actually update it and lean into the 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 slogan, which is you can be anything. Mm -hmm. That's it was kind of there for the taking in a strange way. I mean, for sure. And I I really had no idea what to expect. And again, I was like really nervous for her. And she played us the first like 30, 40 minutes of the movie. And I mean, like a minute in, Phineas and I looked at each other like, this is going to be great. Whoa, this yeah. is insane. And every like she'd play a scene and she'd walk in front of us and she'd go, so um, and the next part, um, it, it, what I want it to be is I want it to really feel like this. And she'd do her Greta Gerwig ass thing and she'd come up and she'd show us her passion yeah. and told us. All, and she kept getting up and walking all the way down to the front of the theater to tell us about the next part and explain it. And she was just like, it's so scary to show anybody this. It's like my baby. She I'm, wanted you to feel it. She wanted to really yeah. explain it and yeah. give it all of the like context that it yeah. needed. And, you know, what's funny is that we went into it not being like, we're going to write something. This is what it's going to be for. She didn't say like, you know, here's the a scene. scene. Or, yeah. There was nothing. She was literally like, I don't care. Please just like, if you're inspired, make something. Mm. And like, if you're not, that's fine. Mm. It's fine. Like, I'm just like, it would be my dream. And literally the next day we were working and we were writing something and 
I don't know, it was kind of a dud of a day. Like nothing was really made and it was late and I was like, all right, well, I think I'm going to go. Like we've done enough. We, we're, we're, we're done for the day. And Phineas was like, should we try to write a Barbie song? <laughs> and I literally was like, dog, no, what? Like we're not going to make, a, come on. Like I thought about like No Time to Die. That was, that was months of thinking and talking and yeah. coming up with different melodies and stuff. And, yeah. and that was also like one of my favorite processes of all time. Very different though. But very different. And I was like, There's, we can't recreate that. Mm. Like, how are we going to do that? And we, we truly sat down and Phineas started playing piano. And, and those first couple lyrics, I used to float. Now I just fall down. Just came right out. And we just... I used to know and now I'm not sure. What is it? Now I'm not sure. I so used sure. to know, uh, but I'm not sure now sure. what I was made for. And then... Uh, and, and what I was made for came out in that moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, dude, it's so good. It's we so kind of did. It's so, <laughs> we kind of did. It's so good when you can... Um, and also, like, respect to Phineas, because not only, obviously, does he know you better than anybody, but also he, he's, a, like, an incredibly gifted producer to recognize that perhaps a hint of that frustration yes. you'd experience throughout the day yep. would just leave the door ajar just enough for you to want to do something else right right just around the corner is something that's the direct right? contrast to that experience yeah i know it happened what i was made for and as soon as you got that you guys must have had that moment where you just high fives and cracked up laughing which was seen on camera because that's the, that's the essence of the song you cracked it mm-hmm. so good <laughs> well also we this was also i have to say that like i don't know i we we'd really been having a a sp- both of us, like usually it's just me with the writer's block, but not even writer's block, but just the like frustration in writing. And Phineas has always been the one of, that's like, no, 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 like let's write, let's write. And honestly, we were in a, a period of time where we were both, like through the, this last winter, we've both been like incredibly uninspired and we've still been working and trying to make stuff. And honestly, that, that song was like the first thing we'd written in a minute. And so even though we were having coming up with ideas and coming up with this and that, like it was like, I don't, you know, I remember after we wrote that first like half, I go, I think we still got it. Yeah. Like we were really in a zone of feeling like we lost it and feeling like, man, I don't know if we're, I don't know if we can do this anymore. And, f- and we were like, I was 15 years old, 16, 17, and he's a teenager. Like yeah. you can imagine my thoughts of doubt. like oh I can't do this anymore and Barbie and Greta just like pulled it pulled it out of me I don't know took you back to the essence where something was was very real before it got distracting maybe you know and I think you know the relationship like it's not lost on anyone who who knows you that um it's it's a lot to try to absorb at all times and remain true to the craft of being a songwriter which is all that truly matters at the end of the day, right? It's what, it's what you need to communicate and express yourself. And Barbie took you back to that place where something came along and captured your imagination and you just tapped into that thing. What was your relationship like with your first Barbie? What did it mean to you as a kid? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, Barbie was my, my childhood. Like, truly, Barbie was my 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 everyday as a kid and what I had, drew you to Barbie what drew me if you can think about I mean, it I mean, it's like a beautiful doll like yeah. please I mean it's like a you know she's she's everything too she's like she's everyone she's 
she there's so there's so many Barbies and there's so many like mm. different versions and different you know all my Barbies had their own personalities and opinions and thoughts and um you know styles and like ideas of the world and I was just like a little kid you know talking for them but they still had personality to me there's something about it that allowed when you're at a certain age that allows you to to, to sort of create an identity vicariously through sure. something that isn't telling you for real what to do or not to do in life mm -hmm. it listens to you mm -hmm. and it can also like educate you but it's sort of giving you a voice to educate yourself I know I know in a strange way did you play with dolls ever I had a few little action man and, and some and some like you know just some war stuff as a kid, but I grew out of that pretty quick. I, I I don't know my imagination. Once I got sucked into not to be a cliche, but once I got sucked into music, that did it for you. Yeah, it was really hard for me to kind of put myself in any other scene, yeah. like it. Nothing else was as fulfilling as as music. That's right. So as a, as a kid, when you when you're playing with your Barbie, if you can sort of remember like how it influences your identity, because we've talked a little bit about the studies that go into the positive impacts. Well, the negative impact seems to be the loudest one that it has in terms of body image and whatnot. Um, and also this idea of being, um, you know, uh, uh, in the beginning, like a home, like a homemaker and a mother and all these sort of things. Yeah. It's like, okay. And yeah. then, and then, but then people forget that. I think, I can't remember what the number is, but Barbie's actually held down more than 300 or 500 jobs since she yep. was yeah. first created mm -hmm. and put in front of the world. Mm -hmm. So that slogan of you can be anything truly exists. So, I wonder where that fell in, 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 into your imagination and as you were forming your identity. God, I mean, I wonder too. You know, it's the kind of thing you don't realize when you're when it's happening. Yeah. Like the whole, you know, the the unrealistic body standards that I think most dolls in general, and especially Barbie, uh, was it uh, a creator of? But like, I mean, you know, the whole world has been the thing that's made unrealistic body standards for women a thing. It's right. not just Barbie, but right. it is also Barbie. Right. Um, but, you know, it's funny, like, I when, I'm, when you're a kid, you're not, like, necessarily conscious that it's affecting you, but of course it is. Yeah. You know, you don't, you know, you, you start growing your parts and you're growing up and you're like, oh, I do not look like a Barbie. I don't, I don't feel like I look like a Barbie. I don't feel like a Barbie. I don't look like one. And um, it definitely gets in your head. I didn't, I wasn't very conscious of it until I got older. But this is like, I'm not blaming Barbie. Honestly, I think of Barbie and I only think of like joy and like fun and like my childhood. And um, it's more just like that I'm conscious of what, how it affected you. But also it's like, you know, there's a scene in the end of the movie that I won't spoil, but like kind of talks about like Barbie is None of us are Barbie. Like, yeah. Barbie is Barbie. Yeah. Like, why can't we have it something? Okay, I get it, it's complicated. But also, isn't the idea of having toys and dolls and, and I mean, action figures or, or objects of war, tanks, toy tanks, yeah, whatever you're it not, is. Yeah, it's not you. Isn't it, yeah, isn't it about kind of allowing your imagination to, to decide what stays and what goes and where it, where it affects For you? For sure. And I thought of it that way. And I think it's more just like there should also be the ones that are like, oh, I see myself in this Barbie. If something sticks around for long enough, like what's that line? You you know, you're a hero until you live long enough to be the villain. Yes. I mean, I think when, when Barbie's <laughs> yes. been around for like sixty plus years, eventually everyone's going to find ways to recontextualize what it means. And no one's right, no one's wrong. Yeah, it's very individual. But it is awesome to see a movie like this come out where the world seems genuinely excited mm -hmm. 
Like I texted someone involved in this movie this morning who's working at a high level and I said, I, I haven't seen a campaign really capture the world's imagination like this for a while. I know. I'm I'm really stoked about it. I, I was like, because also knowing about it before yeah. anybody really, before it was like the the whole process had started, I, I just had, I, I was like, ooh, I hope they go hard. And they really have. Yeah, good. Like the whole the everything pink and the whole press tour and all of Margot's looks being all like archival Barbie looks is so cool. Was it a good party last night? It was really amazing to be there and like, I don't know, just talking to some of the cast members and looking around and seeing all these other musicians that I know and like that I'm a fan of. It's just really cool. Like, you know, Nicki Minaj is two rows behind me. Fucking Kevin Parker is right there. Haim is right there. Yeah. Ryan, Margot, Greta. Yeah. Like, they're all right here. Kate McKinnon's right in front of me. And it's cool that musicians can all come together and, and celebrate something that isn't all on your shoulders. Yeah, I know. And also that it's like, it's not about me. Like, this is not about me. I'm, I'm you know, I think that what was I made for is like, it's, it's, it's Barbie's voice, you know? It's, it's, it's. Your voice. It's anybody's It voice. is, but there are, as always with you and, and Phineas, there are always lines, yeah. always moments. Something you paid for was like, wow, for me. And well, I mean, well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is. It's, it's that moment where you have to acknowledge that there are different types of love, right? Yeah. And that some love is transactional. Yeah. Simply put, <laughs> yeah. simply put, it's nothing bad about it. It's not gross. That's what being a fan is. We support each other, but it is. But it's, but it's true. It's true. It's true, yeah. And I think that it's really, it was awesome to hear that put so poignantly in a song and so honestly in a song. It's why we all love your songs is because you're unafraid in that moment. What was it like to, when you wrote that, we know you felt good when you got the, the, the center of the song. How did it feel when it started to delve into areas that felt quite personal? God, it's actually really fascinating to think about. So the beginning of writing the song, this is going to sound stupid, okay? We're way past that, you and I, by the way, Great, in conversation. All right. So <laughs> the, the start of writing the song, the first day of writing, Phineas and I, especially me, because it's, you know, from my perspective, we were purely only thinking about Barbie. Mm -hmm. I did not think about myself once mm -hmm. in the writing process. So that's like full first verse, pre-chorus, chorus, maybe second verse, mm -hmm. all in one, one night. Didn't think about my own life, didn't think about how I feel, didn't think about anything. I was purely inspired by this movie and this character and the way I thought she would feel and wrote about that. And then <laughs> over the next couple of days, <laughs> I was listening and I was like, girl, <laughs> like, how did this happen? Honestly, and I really don't mean this to come off like a conceited way at all, but I do this thing where I make stuff that I don't even know is, like, like I'm writing for myself and I don't even know it. Yeah. And it is one of the most incredible things I get to experience in my it's life. Probably the closest thing anybody will ever get to having a conversation with, your with yourself. Dude, the next week I was playing it in the car all day and playing it for everybody. And I was like, this is exactly how I feel. And I didn't even 
mean to be saying it. Like I did, it was so, it was truly like the trippiest thing I've ever experienced in my life. I was like, oh, this is like, oh, I, I absolutely was writing about myself, but I was thinking about myself from a third person. And I was thinking about myself objectively, which also made me feel really connected to her, me. Yeah, because that connection started when you were a kid. I know. When you were searching for your identity and a doll, trying to figure out how, I mean, Barbie's so glamorous and so strong and like such a go-getter in life. And I can be this and you can be anything. And you're like, and can so I? Was I, I don't I know younger. yet. Know. Right. You know, I don't know yet. I you know. know what I mean? And so then you get to that point in your life and, you know, you got everything you ever wanted. And then you sort of, it, I mean, there's, there's lots of nice relationships going on here in these songs. You know, like something I, I think is really special about this whole experience that I've been thinking about a lot is Phineas and my love for, you know, making music for film is really, it, it really just shows itself more and more. Um, you know, like, like I said, we were really uninspired in this period of life and we were like so uncreative and not coming up with anything and nothing was inspiring. I mean, we had many hours of conversations about like, I'm not inspired. I don't like stuff right now. (laughs) And, you know, there's something about film and TV that makes me, and I don't want to speak for Phineas, but I'd say Phineas, have this feeling of like, I don't know, this just like, it's just, it's something, I was going to say something we're made for. Like, it really feels like that. Yeah, because you can, like I said, you can, you have a different filter to look the world through. It doesn't feel like everyone's looking through your eyes. Yes. Well, it gives you, you know? it gives you um, like guidelines. Yeah. It gives you, it, it makes it, it's almost like, you know, I'm vegan. And sometimes when you go to an all vegan restaurant, it's like harder to pick what you want to eat. Whereas like yeah. you go to a non-vegan restaurant and you got like four items. Okay. Yeah, pick so one of the four and they're good enough. You're like, all right, well, this is, this is easier for my brain. Yeah. To be, I mean, this is such a, so not the same thing, but like in terms of like creating for something and, you know, I've always said like that I love writing from perspectives of other people and from different stories that I've heard. I find it really hard to write about my exact feelings in my life. And so what was I made for would never have ever been written, even though it is every single lyric is exactly How how I feel. Exactly how I feel. Every lyric, exactly how I feel. You hear me? Or you want, look at my mouth. It's exactly how I feel. It's about my life. Anyway, sorry. But <laughs> what was I made for would not have been written because I wouldn't have thought to write it. I wouldn't have thought. You would have been second guessing every yeah, single like, feeling and every thought. And oh man, if I say that now, if I say it's something you paid for, people are going to think it's this and think it's that. And what's beautiful about Barbie is that you get to say it about Barbie, but it also, what is the difference really at the end of the day? Isn't that kind of what we're talking about? Isn't, what, isn't that what the movie's kind of about from what I can tell? Yeah. is like what's real and what's not. Isn't it kind of all the same thing? Mm-hmm. Right? It's kind of fast. Didn't your dad work at Mattel? My dad, <laughs> He did not, he didn't work like what Will Ferrell's doing in the movie. He was like, he was, um, what's it called? Carpenter. He was a carpenter. So he would, he, he, uh, you know, he'd like find little scraps on the ground sometimes, like little, cause he would build things. Did he bring home like Barbie legs? He would, yeah, he would like, literally like, like, cause I was obsessed with Barbie and he, he was, I mean, he worked. This is arguably, this is, this is like 
This is a children's film in itself. <laughs> Young Billie Eilish getting just, oh my God. Dad just comes body home late parts. from work. Little, here you go, dumps a whole bag of Barbie body parts. I get to make my perfect yeah. mangled Barbie. Well, one of the things he brought back one time, which I think I still have somewhere that was my favorite thing, was there was like a, a little apple. Like he brought like a little fake plastic pink apple. Mm. And it was like, it looked like a candy apple, but mm. it was plastic and it was just glossy, bright Barbie pink. And he, I think he found it on the ground somewhere working on, cause you know, he was, he was the one building all the, he was like, he was the one building the dream houses and building the sets and working, you know, all day to do that stuff. And like, find little Barbie legs or little Barbie, you know, so shoes cool. on the ground it's and so you can cool. bring them secretly. I don't know if he was allowed to do that, but he did. Oh, look at the end. I love it. Uh, yeah. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, he's, he's building the universe. He can take a couple of apples and a few legs home. <laughs> That's you true. Know I mean? And also because, you know, I never like went to his work, but I, of course, pictured it like it is in the movie. I oh, so he's, he's actually building these inside a Barbie house. Yeah, I pictured it like just full Barbie land, just like pink and amazing. Here comes Ken to approve his new home. Yeah. Um, and you directed the video, of course. Yes. I mean, that's not even a thing. I don't even bring that up like, a, wow, you directed the video. Like, I know. You direct videos. I do. We know that. You, do, you direct incredible videos. Thanks. So once you got to, to grips with the fact that Barbie is you and you are Barbie, at least in the parameters of this beautiful song, um, how did you find directing this video? It's special. It's special to me. Um, it's really, I don't know, I feel, I love all my videos and some of them of course have aged poorly, but I still really love them all. And I'm, Things can I, age without aging poorly. It's, that's true. But this one, I think, I don't know, I feel, I feel really proud of it. I feel like, you know, in the first conversations of like with the team about what I wanted the video to be, it was one of those things, you know, where I was like, all right, you have any ideas for the video? And of course I'm like, no. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I do. Like it's already, like, I don't even, I don't realize that it's there, but I, and it wasn't the full plot. It was literally just an image. It was just, mm. it was just me turned to the, like, like 40, 45 degree angle, left profile, uh, Barbie, mm. blonde Barbie wig, yellow dress, kind of sage green background, desk, doing something on the desk, don't know what it is, that's all I see. And that was, that was the idea. And then, um, and then it was more of a discussion of like, how, what, what am I doing at the desk? What the hell is the video about? Let's figure it out. Fun though. I mean, to be in a situation at this point where you can continue to write songs at the, at, at the highest level and then have developed a trust within yourself. Yeah. To see the vision through. I know. Everyone will trust you, Billy, but you got to trust your yeah, own but vision. It's, it's, it's different. Again, like I said, you know, you can be really talented. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's me. I'm saying people can be really talented. People can be really talented and have made really good stuff and they can make really bad stuff. Sure. We've seen it. Mm. I've done it. Mm. People, well, people have that. Bro, I've made bad shit. I have. I have. I'm not going to focus and on everybody can. invented bad shit you've made. Okay, but I'm just saying that it is possible. And so, you know, even if I have an idea that I think could be cool, it, you know, you still have to put effort in to make it good. <laughs> um, and I don't this, think we're this, ever going to. We're never going to assume that's not going to. Look, this is the thing. We've, whenever you come back with music or anything, a tour, by the way, great job on the on Swarm. I mean, mm. you owned that that episode. Thank you. That was fun, Thanks. right? It was amazing. Oh my god. More of that? Yes, please. 
Oh, there's so much. I, we're just checking in. There's loads to talk about in the future when there's stuff to talk about. Um, and I'm keeping you from going and hanging out with Phineas. So, of course, <laughs> my journalistic machinery is going to kick in and ask you. There was pre-Barbie where it was sort of the gears were grinding. Mm-hmm. And now Bar- and now you finished this song. It's beautiful. It, it, it's a reminder of what you and Phineas are capable of when you're at your most natural and, and it's and undistracted. How has it been after that? the creativity side of things? Recently, really good. Recently, really good. We're, we're um, hitting some sort of stride, I awesome. think. We're making stuff. Stuff is being made. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the future. There must be a little bit of less pressure now that you've done multiple sort of tours over multiple projects and you know that... You'd think, that, you'd think. Huh. <laughs> but I don't know. It, I think I will say... I've felt an un ridiculous a ridiculous amount of pressure for the last you know year of like writing and you know making an album and whatever and honestly honestly I was sitting with Labyrinth at the Met mm. and you know he was talking about he was we were talking about music music and making music and you know what am I working on and I was like I don't fucking know man I I don't know I'm like I don't know what to make. Like, I feel like what I want to make is like, I don't know if people will like it or even if it's good. And he, he, I don't really remember exactly how the conversation went, but he said something that was like, who cares? Like, make what you want to make. Make what you want to make. Which is such a like simple ass thing to say that I would have said if he'd done the same thing. But honestly, I was like, oh, Well, in a weird way, it's the first time you've you've actually probably acknowledged that for a long time because happier than ever, the way I always felt was the identity and the and the the framework and the definition of that album to some degree was a reaction to what you'd been through before. Right. right. So it kind of gave you at least a head start on where you should go. hundred percent. And also I wasn't thinking about what people would want. Yeah. You know, it made me really think like, whoa, like the way that I, you know, started off and how I how I first navigated all this was I did not give an absolute fuck. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm going to do, I, I don't care. I'm going to do exactly what I want. And I don't care who likes it at all. Because also I didn't think anyone would. So well, it sounded like it. I mean, look, we can all go back and we can listen to Ocean Eyes and go, duh. But at the time, you know, those that heard it and loved it knew how special it was, but no one knew it was going to Nobody. start this whole experience. Why would it have? Right. You know, it's like the kind of thing that, that doesn't happen. Can't and, think about that too long and high. That'll dude, fuck you up. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. And you know, I just, I didn't, I didn't ever think it was gonna become anything. So why would I have been making it to become anything? I was making yeah. what I wanted. Well, here's the good news. Well, here's here's my little addition to to the um, the ever expanding philosophy of the young genius labyrinth, and he'll always be young genius to me because you know, as soon as I heard on board, I was like, you're just gonna be young genius forever, <laughs> like no matter how old you get. Um, no one can ever take that feeling away from you and that sense of purpose away from you. No one, no one, doesn't matter whether one person buys a record or watches your video or, or no one, doesn't matter. No one can ever take that away from you or Phineas. So just to add to it, like, it, just remember that. Like, it's not like anyone has any investment ownership over your life or your career or your inspiration or what you want to make. Yeah. No one. It's true. <laughs> it's and like, why, why make stuff I don't like? I never did that before, so why... Why do that now? This this Barbie experience and this song was such a good testament of like, oh, this is just raw. Like yeah. this is, and also we didn't, you know, think 
we didn't have any idea that it would go one way or the other. We didn't we didn't know if they would like it or want to use it That's or not want it. And so we just made the song that we were inspired to make instead of, you know, something else. And, you know, it's a depressing little songy. <laughs> so... Ah, I love your shoes, by the way. This whole like Thank significant, you. like severe nut allergy vibe is off the chart right here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, dude, I'm trolling. I'm trolling these Jesus bitches. Sick. I like love me at the fucking premiere. Oh, I looked like a giant toddler. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm trolling, bro. They're, Aren't you always in a way? Yes. Isn't that the point? Yes, dude. Like, what am I gonna? Please. I tried to take myself seriously with the happier than ever period. And I was like, okay, Move did on. that. Let's do something else. I say sorry to Phineas for holding you back for a few minutes. I know that you're late good. for a studio session. Um, we're going to, we're, we're off to make some songs that we'll do another interview about in a year. 